queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. wrestling fanatics the cute uh queens takeover podcast is sponsored by w energy all you have to do to help out your queens and jester is go to twitter and instagram at qt bow down click on the link and you'll find w energy's link go in there search for your products as such as shakers energy packets um canisters of any type of w energy that you can get your hands on and the QT Bow Down promo code would automatically be added to your cart when you check out. So help sponsor Dubby and help support your Queens and Jester. Thank you. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world. In his hands. Sorry, my singing sucks. He once said, if you need me, I ain't hard to find. All you got to do is look up in the sky and follow the buzzards. I would rather follow the fireflies, Wyndham. Never in a million years did I think I would be doing this for you. I thought losing Eddie was hard, but this this hit me like a dump truck full of tables, ladders, and chairs. I was at the Indianapolis Colts, Philadelphia Eagles. Last preseason game, my phone started blowing up. And I ran to one of my coworkers, who's a big wrestling fan as I am, and we both just screamed we had just heard that he was getting better he was getting close to being ring ready life is fragile it is fleeting and sadly life can be short we've read and listened to those close to him last night i don't know where where they were but Seth breaking down in the middle of the ring. I broke down with him. Alexa, Becky, seeing Zelina, Vega, Asuka all breaking down on stage, seeing Eric, Redbeard, and Braun. It just, there are no words. Wyndham was a generational talent. He's his creativity will be unparalleled. 
he made you believe he was mythical and mystical. He deserved the world and the world deserved him. He was a force, scared the shit out of everybody as the fiend. But we were starting to see a different side of him, a gentler side. We got to see Wyndham over Bray. His last promo, or I believe it was his, one of his last promos, was heartfelt and perfectly him. And you've all heard me on here saying that wrestling saved my life. And I can honestly say, I can actually include him in that at some point. Because he made me believe that you can be different and still be accepted. I have been writing this since Thursday night. It's not much. But I am a firefly. And when, when there's only one... You don't shine that bright. But Wyndham, you have millions that are going to shine bright for you forever. To his family, to Jojo, to his kids, and to all that knew him and loved him personally, and to all the fans. The jester, the jester feels you, your pain. I've been there, like I said, when I lost Eddie, when we lost Eddie. And with Eddie, it wasn't as quick as this was in the sense of us finding out. So I'm going to leave my lasting words with this. And it's a pop culture reference for one of my favorite TV shows. When the living think of the dead, the dead can hear their thoughts. Wyndham, I hope you can hear all the loving thoughts that all of your fans are sending to you and your family. Ladies? That was absolutely beautiful. Um, I mean, it's like the wrestling world was already hit with the news about Terry Funk and then just 24 hours later Triple H puts out that tweet about Wyndham and it's like the internet broke and I was on my way home in between red like at a red light when I saw uh Jolie's text about it and I just like stopped dead at my tracks I was like going what the fuck because like she just said we had heard that he was so close to coming back to being cleared to wrestle and then all of a sudden the he he unexpectedly passed away and then he was so young too and then thank you Sean Rastap for getting permission to find to put out there as far as like what exactly happened and everything um so kind of like put a little clarity to it but even a little clarity doesn't really make it sting any less because it was such tragic news because of how unbelievably creative he was and from how big of a gentle soul that everyone said he was. And as soon as I got home and got comfortable, I was like on the phone, like 
reading all the tweets, the messages, the posts. Um, and then it's like, I saw like everything from like Alexa, Braun and there's engine. And then just like it continued on Friday too. And I knew Friday night was going to be so hard to watch. And then as soon as I saw the stage and I saw Redbeard there, it's like I almost lost it right then and there. I knew Braun was going to be there because they announced that. But then I saw I saw Redbeard too because I remember him being at Brody's show when he passed. And it's just so yeah, I just lost it. And then the pictures of him and Braun just kind of like hugging each other during the tribute video. It was just like damn, those two have gone through so much because they've lost two of their brothers. But even today with AEW, it's like some of the wrestlers uh, were doing their kind of tributes to him and everything. And whether you remember him as Wyndham or Bray, um, he will definitely be missed. And it's just like JoJo and the kids and just... And, of course, his dad, his brother, his entire family, our thoughts are, and our prayers are definitely with you. Oh, Jesus. And I'm crying already. Kayla? Um, yeah, because when I got home, I got the, you know, text, and I was just like, wait, what? And then you start doing the research, and just things was blowing up. And it just, I guess you could say it felt unreal. And, you know, it was just hard to grasp. And then you have, you know, the tributes coming out. And and it, it's just hard to believe. And, and then just, I don't know, I really just lost for words, really. And then Chatter already was sad. And it hurts even more to listen to, but I'm still going to do it. And and the tributes on SmackDown this past week was epic and amazing. But um, these will be truly missed. And now I know he's back with Brody, which was awesome. And then the fact that Eric was there at the tribute on SmackDown kind of made things teary-eyed up as well so um you i really like i said i really don't know what to say but he truly is going to be missed and and yeah uh, like i said i'm just still kind of still lost for words i don't blame you because it's like i mean even though it's like it's been a few days and everything a lot of us are like still trying to grasp this and everything but Let's kind of like try to remember him a little bit. So, um, Kayla, I know that. What was it? You were at a SmackDown in Greenville or Raw or what was the last WWE event you went to in Greenville? Uh, SmackDown in February. They had okay. a dark match and I got to witness his shatter video, okay. uh, his shatter entrance. So yeah. I got it on video. So I'll be able, you know, to always cherish that and watch it so uh, I'm very honored that I got that chance yeah 
Is there like another uh, like uh, match or moment that kind of stands out in your memory about him? Anything with the shield. I loved when he was um, with the shield, the white family versus the shield. Um, and obviously I absolutely loved the work he did with Alexa Bliss. Oh God. Yeah. Um, and I guess what kind of hurts the most, you know, Bray Wyatt was a storyteller. And as you know, there's another person on the main roster that's also a storyteller. And they both wanted a match with each other. And it just kills me inside that he's not going to be able to do that. And and the thing is that him, Shotzi, and Braun, and Robert Fee all went and got his logo that night after SmackDown. It was very cool. And Mm-hmm. And truthfully, it's I think it's kind of hitting cross and you know the most and you know so and then obviously we know it's hitting Eric. I know it's tearing Braun up. So yeah, it's, it's like I said. Still, these moments that we have, we'll be able to cherish them and just. Like I said, I'm just glad I was able to um, get that moment in SmackDown when he was in Greenville. Mm -hmm. And and I was telling, you know, the other night when I was on the live stream, we were doing fantasy drafting for the Bloodline, and we were doing SmackDown watch-along. So it was kind of on mute, so I was hearing parts of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, and I had said... um, Oh, what else? Crap. Um, shoot, I don't remember what it was now. Like, what, what went out of my brain? Dang. Um, geez, I wouldn't just slipped out of my brain. I had it in my head, and I don't even remember what it was. That's right. Um, I don't know. <sighs> Dang. Well, let me know if you think about it. If you remember it, right? Like I don't know what it was. Oh man, no, but I remember like the first night champions I went to. Um, when after I got together with Steve, my husband, um, it was 2015, and the Y family had that uh six man with uh Roman and Dean and um surprise partner ended up being Chris Jericho. And then uh, the Royal Rumble I went to in 2020, it was like Fiend versus uh, Daniel Bryan and and just like, just the two sides of it. It was like absolutely crazy. And then, uh, yeah, the Firefly Funhouse was always fun to watch because <laughs> it could be gentle, so like all happy joy and then like hitting the rabbit or <laughs> killing the rabbit in more, more, most cases. <laughs> Oh, Jolie? I only got to see The Fiend live once that I can remember. I don't ever think I saw Bray live. I'm going through some of my photos while you guys were talking. And I saw him in a dark match against The Miz and Baron Corbin on December 20th, 2019. Okay. And it was just, you know, just 
thinking about like you know what we could have had and what we missed mm -hmm. and I, I don't remember which person said it but they said we never got to see the demon versus the fiend Oh, I heard that on SmackDown too. I was like, going, oh, why'd you bring that up? And it's just like, and but I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? I'm glad we never saw that. Some things we're never meant to see. And, you know, I think one of the worst things about this. Mm -hmm. is that people couldn't respect the family's privacy and asking Sean Ross Sapp to put something out because of speculation. You know, I, I think the internet wrestling community, the bad ones, mm -hmm. um, need oh, to I got, need I got to a couple to cook. Need to lose their privileges. Right. Um, to ever speak about wrestling again. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking back and this one clip, you know, back when Bray teamed with Roman and the, the shot heard around the world when he pointed a gun fingers at Seamus and Roman just speared him out of his boots. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, just, I was so happy when he came back at WrestleMania 34 to help Matt Hardy win the Andre the Giant tournament. And mm -hmm. then they went on to be the deleters of worlds. Right. Team, which was awesome. So Jeff could have his solo gig. And it's just, like I said, I've been, I've literally been like, and I can only imagine how some of these people, like his actual, like, you know, bigger fans than I am, how they've been feeling. And, um, there's a guy I follow on TikTok. It's heal something, and I can't remember the last part of that, but watching him break down and cry, mm -hmm. and then just seeing everybody um, that I follow, um, cosplayers dressing up as, as the fiend, you know, people just, it's just, it's sad that it takes a death of this magnitude for people to stop and think about what life is really meant to be. Right. And, you know, I think that's one of the greatest things that Bray taught us is that you can be the outcast. You can be the misfit. You can be the weirdo. Yeah. So it's just like there, there's so many amazing matches. Um, if people want to really, if some newbies that don't really know Bray that well, go look up the Shield versus the Wyatt family, Cena versus Wyatt, which was great. The Rock promo against the Wyatt family was amazing. Just, just go look those things up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I even think there was a time where Brock went to NXT and he put Brock and the sister Abigail. I don't know if that was, if I saw that on Twitter and I thought it was real or not, I don't know. But it's just like Brock was not Brock. Bray was one of those guys that when everybody was telling you, it's like, it was not his character. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so it's just, 
And um, it's just been a fucking... Like, getting through work the past two nights was just, just hell, especially Friday night, because I was watching on my phone on Friday night. And then on Saturday night, because we were so dead, I was watching the Daytona NASCAR race, and then a guy fucking flipped his car 11 times. Like, I just please don't tell me I just saw somebody else fucking die. He's okay. Right. Okay. But it's just, it was just like, <clears throat> Christ, it's like gut punch. And then Bob Barker, rest in peace. Yes. And then as a nerd for me, Arlene Sorkin passing away, who was the iconic voice of Harley Quinn. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, I just saw somebody make a video with her and Kevin meeting up in heaven because Kevin was her Batman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just been, it's been a hard fucking week. And, you know, I'm not knocking Terry Funk passing away at all. Um, not knocking, but like, you know, it's just that one didn't that hit, but it didn't hit me like Bray. Yeah. <sighs> Man. But speaking of the tributes and everything, can we talk about LA Knight? That promo, his tribute to Bray before he just ripped the shit out of the Miz? I oh, mean, absolutely beautiful and hands off hands um a round of applause for kevin was it kevin hayes michael michael hayes sorry michael hayes doing the tribute yeah. beginning and the la night promo that pass off like... to you dude <sighs> yeah that was fantastic and it's just like it was just like it was like the perfect tribute match because it's like it was Bray's last opponent, the Fiend's first opponent, and it's like because both guys had such a deep history with Wyndham and everything. It was just it was just spectacular, and so it's just yeah, hats off to Michael Hayes for getting that done, L.A. for his delivery and everything. Okay. So it wouldn't be a show for us if we didn't cook a few people on here. So number one. Okay. So yes, they did a tribute match to Terry Funk, called it a hardcore match. And people went on Twitter and slandered the shit out of it. Okay. Number one, don't slander a tribute ever because these guys are taking their time to honor the memory. And number two, do your fucking research because certain states have stipulations when it comes to wrestling and what they can and cannot do. Okay? And so from what I know, in Kentucky, if the man, if the wrestlers plan to bleed, they have to go through certain steps. So obviously they were trying to avoid that. Okay? And just to see these assholes like say, oh, but you call that a tribute and everything like that. I was like, get the fuck out of here. So the, the the statute is the promoter shall notify the commission on this on the show notice form required by section one of this administrative regulation if a contestant plans to bleed during a show. The promoter shall arrange for healthcare professional to be present at any show where bleeding bleeding by a wrestler is planned. That's their statute. I just looked it up. It's case law. And you know, people were bitching on Twitter and TikTok, and I said they just did it last fucking minute. 
And for people to say, well, Terry Funk was all about the gore. That was later in his career, you stupid, ignorant, goddamn, idiotic motherfuckers who don't know what Google is and YouTube and look shit up. He wasn't always about the blood. That's that's ECW Terry Funk. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but reading that statute, I wonder how the hell Mox is ever even allowed to wrestle in Kentucky. <laughs> For real? Oh my god! Could I have a fucking doctor on standby? Like, does seriously though? Does Renee have a doctor on retainer and blood on on standby? Legitimately, I need to know these questions. The answers to these questions. I mean, especially after all in today in London and everything. We'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get to that later and everything. Uh, Kayla, did you get a chance to watch any, any of SmackDown or no? Yeah, well, I mean, I know, I know what happened on SmackDown. So, yeah, I see SmackDown. So. Okay. But it's just like, yeah. So it's like for last minute and everything, it's just like, come on, people. I mean, the beginning got you the video clips and everything, you know, to the point, the end where they had the lantern and the -hmm. lights went out. Literally, the lights went out like the fiend was coming after you. Just, and then the fact they had that image of Bray standing in the ring. Exactly. And it was just like for a last minute thing. I mean, yeah, for a last minute thing to, you know, put together. Cause you've already had this match card made. Mm-hmm. So, and honestly, you know, you're right. The people that bitch that like, oh, Tony, Funk, uh, Terry Fulgate getting tribute. Um, hello. I honor him and I'm sorry he passed, but Bray Wyatt was a 36 year old active wrestler on the main roster that passed away unexpectedly because like you said he was getting ready to come back and everything else and and i thought that was a pretty damn well good tribute just for something just to have to rearrange and throw together Mm -hmm. and you know the tributes you know what alexa said and what got me i tried so hard not to cry but seth's yeah, the and and it was just like what people said, and then in the fact that I saw one um, Instagram, Chris Jericho literally in the middle of a Fozzie concert paid tribute to Wyndham. Um, Soraya, you know, congratulations by the way. We'll get to it later. Um, Soraya reached out to him and tri- uh, did a tribute. Orange Cassidy did a tribute. Chris Statlander. Aid, everybody in AEW was, you know, and the fact I, I didn't watch All In, but I know the results. Um, FTR came out with Bray Riot, Brody, and Jay Briscoe bands, you know. Mm, yeah. And it's like, you know, people, and I've seen a lot of tweets like, oh, an impact. And another thing about impact on the tribute, there was a something that Trey had did in the ring or something like I don't have to find the tweet but Mm -hmm. he did something in the ring and Bray literally commented on it that he approved and you know the fact it was that was an honor to Trey you know because you know like a legend you know and he said that he hated that he never got the chance 
to bring the rascals in to wrestle the Wyatt family. Can you imagine Braun Strowman? uh, Let me phrase that. If he was in WWE, it'd be Braun Strowman, Luke Harper, Bray Wyatt, and Eric Rowan versus the Rascals. You thought the Shield was bad, Um, but you know, just these tributes, and it don't matter what kind of brand. You you know, where you at? And I honestly think, far as Kazika, Kata, anybody in New Japan reached out. You know, it's just. We're one big wrestling community, mm-hmm. and we may not like the same wrestlers that everyone does. We may not agree on everything. We may despise a certain wrestling brand for the way they it's been ran. Jolie, for example, we know what brand I'm talking about. You know, oh, and I have I have good qualms, especially after today. Fuck you, Tony. All right, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to him in a second. We'll get to him in a second. I promise. But, you know, it's just, we all come together as a wrestling community, and we feel each other's pain because you see your favorite active wrestlers, and, you know, it just whoops us all up, so. But we're all one, and everyone just complains that, you know, other wrestlers and companies are going to, it don't matter what wrestling company, you know, wrestle for. Yeah. Everyone's going to reach out, you know, because we're all one. These wrestlers that are maybe in WWE versus another company you might have wrestled them on the indies or something you all have come together so it's mm-hmm. we're all big one happy family i guess you could say well maybe not happy in some cases but not definitely but like jolie said there's some people um there's some people who need to get their privileges revoked and i got two assholes right here uh definitely jolie i know you commented on one of these clowns but and I'm like, I'm 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 gonna call these fuckers out because these were both were in were in, in response to Bray at King of the Roman X. Not sad at all. As far as I'm concerned, that annoyance is out of my life. God is good. Ugh. Hold on, let me get this other one. And then the second one is, I think, the one you you responded to at uh Wassum Icon or Wasim Icon. I don't, I don't know how you pronounce it. Sacra Bray Wyatt and his family, but I will not miss him in the wrestling business as I never was never a fan of his work and didn't like his return. Sad he was young and sad for the family, but as a fan, it doesn't bother me that he will not be in wrestling again. Your whole sad for sad for this was negated because it's like, yeah, it's just like you can't be sad for something and then just sad for one and, and just say, I'm not gonna miss him because of this and everything. This is a time to honor him as a person. And yes, he was known for his creativity and his work in the wrestling business, but this is time to honor him as a person. So your whole your your whole argument was seem is irrelevant and negated. And as far as like King of the Roman X, fuck you. Go ahead, I'm done. They don't even need to have their names even stated, said remembered because no one's going to remember them except for being the cucks and cunts that they are you want to be hateful and sour towards the loss of a life because you didn't like him well apparently bitches you're going to have people dancing on your motherfucking graves when you die because that's just cuntish behavior and i i said what i said to wasm or whatever the fuck your name is wasil wasail 
you know, some fucking Christmas spicy drink that you drink that smells like fucking scented candle. So you look like a fucking scented candle, you little fucking weirdo. Um, I hope to God you never have one of your favorites die and everybody just dog. Pop. Oh, wait, that's right. You fucking quit. You ran away like a little bitch that you are. You said something. You ran away like a little bitch. And um, yeah, I hope you never come back. Really? Um, also, I would like to call out anybody that was bitching, moaning, complaining about Roman Reigns not being there. Because, number one, we don't know what their relationship was like. Number two, if COVID was possibly still around, Roman can't go near that. He still is immunocompromised. And three, we don't know if he set up something privately. One thing that we have learned about Roman Reigns is that he stays in character. And if he's going to do something, he's going to do it privately with the family. So those saying he should be stripped of his title. Well, I agree. He should be stripped of the title for not being around, like being a lazy bitch. Um, kind of like Rhea Ripley. Um, not, you know, actually defending the title. Uh, yeah, no. Don't ever fucking come for Roman again because that man has been through hell and back and understands what it's like to be close to death and close to leaving his family behind. So if anybody understands what the Rotundas are going through, I think it's Roman. So y'all need to back off of him. And that's coming from somebody who isn't a Tribal Chief fan. I'm a Roman Reigns fan, just not a Tribal Chief fan. Um, But people... That wanted to come out. They only did it to seek out attention. So <clears throat> there's this great app called uh, bettertherapy.com. Get help. <sighs> for real, for real, for real. Kayla, any thoughts on those losers? Nah. I think she roasted them. Um, I mean, enough said. Um, Speaking of brands and stuff while we're talking about wrestling before we jump to the next. I found this online and I wanted to save this for you all. I didn't want to share it in the tweet. Okay. There's one, two, three, four, five contracts for different five wrestling promotions. I'm going to read all five. And then after hearing all five, I want you, I'll say what I would say. I'm kind of still debating, but I want you to decide which brand you would go to between these five contracts. I think I saw this tweet, but I don't know. The, I don't remember the details. So, but okay, go ahead. Okay. WWE, five years, 100K, developmental mentor would be HBK, and you'd get a five-time wager increase if called up. Um, AEW, three years, 150K, mid-carder, mentor would be QT Marshall, and you could work any indies promotion. Um, New Japan, eight years, 100K, Main eventer, mentor would be, if I butcher this, I am so sorry, dude. Katasori Shabada, Shabeda, and you will be the new leader of the Bullet Club. Ring of Honor contract, three years, 60K, main event. Christopher Daniels is your mentor, and you're guaranteed a Ring of Honor championship run. Or go to Impact. Two years, 60K, X Division, 
Tommy Dreamer would be your mentor and you have creative freedom. That's easy for me, WWE. So, yeah, the salaries are per year, so yeah, I would trust WWE more than anything. And plus, yeah, as far as like mentor wise and everything, yeah, I'd say WWE too. Um, honestly, WWE was my backup because I would like to be part of the indie circuit just to wrestle a lot of these indie promotions. Okay, like a perhaps maybe a um, mixed ginger match with our boy Jay Bougie. <laughs> even, though he might beat, even though he might beat my butt, but hey, I think that'd be one heck of a match. So that's why I picked AEW because I could work any indie promotion. So, okay. okay. Well, no, because it's like some people would definitely go the AEW route if they want to have like uh, freedom to like go to like the all the other indie promotions and stuff like mm-hmm. that and do other things besides the WWE. So it's like, yeah, no, I could definitely understand that one. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, I saw the tweet. I just forgot the details about it and everything. <laughs> all right so all in happened today i forgot what time it started but when i woke up finally got out of bed at 12 30 i was part of, I, I was drinking last night it was my birthday yesterday so uh, <laughs> I, I was checking twitter i saw all, all in was starting and so i was just starting to catch up okay wow let's see so we had a scuffle backstage uh tony lying about records uh attendance records um hometown gal got world championship you've got main eventers winning tag titles in the pre-show and then fighting each other in the main event uh a stadium stampede that actually went all throughout the stadium of course with the crowd and everything and blood guts and everything and even mama sue coming around Oh, what else? What else? New trio champions. Yeah, new trio champions, which I not happy with. with. Yeah, I'm not happy with either. I knew it was going to happen. Unfortunately, Jesus. Oh, you did? You had the gut? No, it's just I followed up the uh, promos and the literally the last last thing that happened on um, Dynamite um, when. he basically, uh, Billy Gunn returned and says, you're not getting daddy ass, you're getting badass Billy Gunn. And I knew right then and there that they claimed when Billy Gunn was going to get the trio titles. Yeah, it's just like them being House of Black, though. That's insane. But what gets me is when we did our prediction, because um, I went on JD's podcast on when, um, Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday from the bloodline and we did our all in predictions and uh-huh. I said I'm going to go with my heart on this I'm going to go with my heart best friend side is going to win and then we did the predictions thing he sent the list out for the predictions in the actual chat and I was like I started getting that gut feeling and I'm like Blackpool Combat Club's going to win Blackpool Combat's going to win and I'm like, I really want to go with my heart. I really want to go with my heart. But my mind was telling me, go with Blackpool Combat Club. Well, guess who ends up winning the freaking match after I changed it? Best friend. So the Tribal Chief's wife is the new women's prediction champion. So I lost the title because I went with my gut for one. And I should have went, went with my heart. And I was just like, damn. If I would have kept the if I would have kept the best friends, that's when the BCC would have won. 
If you if you had swapped your prediction, you would have won. I was originally supposed to go with the best friends. Yeah. And that's what I said on the show. But then we actually had to type them out and he would send them and post them. I said the BCC. So it was locked in. Because that's what I got the gut. And if I would have stayed with my heart, I probably would have won. Oh, my God. But that would have been my luck. The BCC would have won. <laughs> of course. Oh, Lord have mercy. All right. Talk to me, girls. What What was your biggest uh, takeaways from that crap? Or the show, I should say. No, I wouldn't say that crap. But what was y'all's biggest takeaways? Uh, Kayla? Um, I didn't watch it because I was at my friend's house. But, you know, Dan was giving me updates about it. Um, From understanding, it was a good, they said it was a very good pay-per-view. Um, or whatever. He said if I wanted to watch it, I could. But um, what didn't sit right with me is it the fact that Mox bit Sue? Come on now. I thought he kissed her. He bit her. Oh, I thought he kissed her. Someone said he kissed her. No, he brought or I don't know. He said apparently she brought him brownies and they were saying they bit her or whatever. But if he kissed her, that's good. But if he bit her, then that's just then just don't sit right with me. Um <laughs> I mean, I am happy for Soraya. We knew that was coming. Hometown, you know, girl. The fact that her family came out with it, came out with her. Um, obviously that honestly that would have been Jamie if Jamie would have never got hurt. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm happy for Soraya. Um, new Ring of Honor champion. That's kind of weird. Um, but hey, it's what it is. I don't like Aussie Open. Um. We knew CM Punk was going to win, obviously. Mr. I had, everyone thought, you apparently you had the altercation, but it turned out that Jack Perry came at you first. I don't know if that's true or not. But anyway, um, Hook took the title back for, obviously, I knew that was going to come. Um, let's see. I knew the acclaim and Billy Gunn was going to win. Um, hmm. What else was there? Oh, this is so not even all in, but can we talk about the fact that um, she tried to get involved on Rampage, Ruby Soho, and here comes Stat walking out, picks up Ruby and carries her backstage. <laughs> <She's> so- <laughs> I was like, and then obviously she challenged her to a match at All Out, but um, yeah. anyway, but I just, and then one's like, well, why do you like her so much? And I posted that in the, um, bloodline chat and I said this is why I love stat she ain't afraid she'll get up and then what really gets me is Mm. we're getting it who does she come out to help Sheeta Mm. and Britt we're getting the originals versus the outcast which which is good so um yeah stat should have that match um yeah please for the love of fucking god yes please 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 please. yeah we don't need to give uh, outcast two titles Oh I, would be, oh, I would be mad if that loses the title right away. Um, At least she held it longer than she did. Um, well, I was trying to think what else was... I don't know if anything else. FTR beat the Elite. Yeah. Um, which I don't agree with. I don't agree with a lot of things tonight, so... Yeah. It's just like a lot of wins tonight. Like, I had the feeling about the claim 
and the gun, uh, Billy Gun winning. Um, I knew Soraya was going to win. I wasn't like I said. I think I was tossed up between the BCC and Eddie Kingston side. Well, like I said, I should have went with my heart and not my gut when it came to those stupid predictions. Um, I don't know. It was, I guess you can say it was just one of those kind of pay-per-views that made you like, oh, this is going to happen. And then it goes, nerp, sorry, left field. Right. <laughs> okay. Joel, one quick second before you chime in and everything. Uh, I'm going to do a quick swerve. Uh, congratulations to the new Impact World Tag Team Champions, the Rascals. Cool. They just won. They just posted like five minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just caught the. I just caught the video. They po- Impact posted it like five minutes ago. They got the titles. Happiest Kayla's been all night. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to tell you now, Kayla. See, have a smile. I, I honestly forgot. I knew it was going on, but I honestly forgot to look up, look it up. And I was just like, and, I, and you just said that. I was like, I gotta go. Yeah, I, I gotta. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, look it up. They're smiling grin, ear to ear. Okay, Jolie, floor is yours. One woman's match. One. Possibly nine minutes long. So predictable, a blind man could see that Soraya was going to win, which I don't agree with. And my reasons being, you keep giving the titles to people who aren't originals. And who haven't been fucking dicked over by Tony Khan. Over and 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 over again. And Mercedes. Mercedes. May I call you Mercedes? Or should I call you by the real name that you should be called from now on, Sasha Banks? Because apparently you're wanted back in the WWE by multiple people. I mean, you did leave that cryptic tweet to Bailey, who's not leaving the WWE because she says there's no, she doesn't want to go anywhere else. That we should do it again. Yeah. Get your ass back to the company. Play in Japan for another year. But read what Asuka's been saying about stardom. I'm, I'm not dissing stardom, but I'm dissing the people that are actually putting together some of these shows because her tweet storm the other couple weeks ago or last week was a fucking shit show on how that place has been treating. It makes you wonder why Kyrie's leaving as somebody who's very, very popular over there. But I digress. Why couldn't you have Athena on Zero Hour? Why couldn't you have Chris Statlander on Zero Hour? Oh, but we need more matches for All Out. Well, What's Nyla Rose doing? What's other, you know, you've got plenty of women that are just sitting backstage twiddling their fucking thumbs, but you're going to give us, what was it? Only like three singles matches and 20 tag matches and one fatal four-way match. You disrespect women on a daily. You disrespect the women that have bled for your company. And I swear to God, if the reason why Nyla Rose isn't performing at any of your Florida shows because of the don't say gay bill. You are a fucking pussy. Tony Khan. God damn it. You stupid piece of shit. Uh, and to the people saying that the MJF Adam Cole match was the best match ever. Um, that wasn't even Adam Cole's best fucking match. Kayla, correct me if I'm wrong. 
He did fight Karrion Cross, correct? In NXT? Adam Cole Who? did? Adam Cole. Yeah. That was a better match than the MJF match. Finn went, to, Finn went against Adam Cole too, correct? I think so, yeah. That was a better what? match. What was it? Wasn't it Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole or was it The Miz versus Adam Cole? When the whole company got stuck over in Saudi a couple years ago. When NXT in Adam Cole has had 10 times better matches in NXT than he's had in AEW. That's my point. And to say that was the best match in England and the best show in England. Oh, honey, Cardiff is calling your name. The only reason why AEW is so fucking popular over in England is because you get it for free. That's it. That's the whole fucking reason. But you know what? Kudos to your quote unquote 81,000 people. Because if that was 81,000 people, honey, honey, then you've never seen a Taylor Swift concert. Because if that was 81,000 people, then what was that fucking Lincoln Financial Field back in May? That had to be a hundred fucking thousand people because there was not one goddamn seat open, not one floor seat open, not one standing room seat open. Take take your quote unquote win, but it wasn't the greatest show in England. And Tony, stop sucking CM Punk's dick. He is a cancer. Because it's funny how Jack Perry had to go home. But CM Punk stayed. And it's funny how Miro said that Punk went after him first, after Jack first. I don't know who I believe more, Miro or you. I'm actually going to go with Miro because that dude is fucking a nice dude. You? You're a slimy piece of shit that doesn't know how to treat women's wrestling properly who doesn't know how to treat anything properly, you treat AEW like it's your personal video game. Don't even get me started on that video game because their video game fucking crashes. Um, And yeah, you are just a walking, talking pile of shit with shitty hair. The only good thing about your company is Britt Baker. Chris Statlander, and MJF. That's it. Fuck everybody else. Because at least MJF put over the whole locker room while you just sat there and were drooling over CM Punk and drooling over your numbers that were fabricated because they're always fabricated. Because when you count in building, you count everybody minus the performers. That's what every venue does. Every venue. And I would guarantee money that if Triple H and the WWE announced that in 2025, WrestleMania was going to come to Wembley, it would be sold out before they even announced a match. There wouldn't even be standing room. And also, they know how to fill out their aisleways. Because I saw the pictures. What the fuck were with those aisleways? Like, you could fit a fucking 
two buses in there <laughs> for people to walk through. You have plenty of space. Oh, what? Because Moxley had to bleed all over the fucking place? Maybe not have a match where Moxley's going to fucking bleed everywhere. And you know what? And I'm happy that the best friends got the win. And Orange Cassidy looked like a blood orange. Um, but yeah. Treat your women with respect. For love of God, Mercedes don't come. And even I swear to fuck. If Ruby Soho somehow beats Chris Statlander at All Out, Tony, it's going to be all over. Because there is a gremlin that lives in South Carolina and she will come for you. And uh, the Texas Sport Queen and the Jester here, we see nothing, we know nothing, we'll say nothing. I know nothing. No, I'm doing this. And like her shirt says, even though nobody can see it, she's nobody's bitch, but apparently you're CM Punk's. <laughs> now, I'll admit, the crowd size looked fantastic. The House of Black honoring Bray, FTR honoring Bray, Jay and Terry, Mercedes honoring Bray. She had a Wyndham mm-hmm. armband. I saw that. The fireflies. It's all cool. Yeah. But also, for the love of God, can can Jericho just stop? I mean, you know, it must feel so good for him to be in a country of insurrectionists, since that's what Britain is. You know, breaking off from the rest of Europe and his wife's an insurrectionist. You know. It all mm-hmm. works out for him in his favor. Sorry, I'm never. I'm not going to be a fan of Jericho anymore. I think you know, whatever. I'm I'm done with him. I'm done with Sammy Guevara, um, the Jericho Appreciation Society, which I thought was gone, apparently isn't. Um, but yeah, congrats on the numbers, y'all put on a fantastic show. I'll admit that. I can admit that. But disres- disrespecting women's wrestling. Especially right now when you've got a climate of women's sports in general on a brink of explosion. I mean, seriously, the fucking Spanish women's team all quit after a non-consensual kiss situation. Mm-hmm. So you need to figure your shit out when it comes to women's wrestling. Because the fact that you left not only Chris Statlander, but Athena off, and there was what? Only one or two? All right, so Eddie Kingston's a person of color. Swerve was there. He's a person of color. She is a person of color. Um, And a couple of the other guys. So like, But everybody else is fucking white. You, you couldn't have brought in, brought in other people. It was a very white show. But again, white must be your favorite color since you snorted a lot. The reason Stat was not on the roster for All In is because she actually did not go to London. She had to stay here in the States and do something. I don't know what it was, but that's why she was not okay. on the card. That's why originally their plan was supposed to have her on the card for All In for the title against Ruby, but since she stayed in the States to take care of what she needed to do, that's why they made it at all out. 
Swerve King. So she'll be in Chicago. Okay. Swerve King. Swerve. Kingston, Sheeta, Fenta. Anthony Roman. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Anthony Roman, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Anthony. Um, Joe, if you want to consider Joe, too. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there's a few mixed in, but there could, definitely could have been more. But, yeah, the biggest omission was Athena. She has been absolutely rocking it. And I'm not just saying this because she's one of my faves and everything. She's actually been, she's been absolutely rocking it as ROH Women's Champion. And to have her not even in the building on the card, even in a fucking battle royal is totally disrespectful. And your bullshit reason for not having more women's matches because it would have affected the pace of the show, blowing smoke up everyone's asses and everything. So what, all out, we're just going to have the one, uh, Women's match with Stat versus Ruby. And by the way, Kayla, where's all out at? Chicago. Chicago. Oh, and of course you're back in Chicago again. Tony, you suck. You absolutely suck. I'm trying. I try my best. I mean, I I, I haven't watched AEW a whole lot because I have way too much to watch already. But it's just sometimes it's just it's hard to jump on board when. Your decision making process is questionable. Very, very, very questionable. Extremely yeah. questionable. Like right now, there's only five matches set for All Out, and one of them is a women's match. Oh, uh, but yeah. they'll see if Soraya is is up to wrestling. Oh, Motherfucker, shit. up Excuse to wrestling. You? Excuse you. I'm sorry. But I seem to remember when Becky has gone to war and she's wrestled. Um, oh, no. Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey. Uh, when Asuka had the title, she would go to war. She would wrestle again. Io's been going to war. She's going to wrestle again. I mean, technically the only woman that's not really wrestling and defending her title is Rhea. But that's that's for a whole other episode. I don't have time for that bullshit right now because I will say this though. One of the best lines from one of the past NXT is that it's a 10 second Dom. Loved it. Thank you, Ali. Um, I can't wait for that match. <laughs> Whatever it happens. What's wrong, Kayla? It was announced that August 30th episode of Dynamite. Cassidy will defend the AEW International Championship against Penta El Zero Miedo. Okay. And that winner will defend the championship against John Loxley at All Out. So Orange Cassidy is probably going to beat Penta only to turn around and lose it at Mox at All Out because I heard that's who he's supposed to lose it to. You don't need John don't need another fucking title. He's fine and Danny without it. I mean, we don't need him to fucking bleed on the damn shit. I know, right? Ugh. Does Tony have stock in peroxide? That's the only thing that gets blood out. Oh my god. Ladies, we can go all night about this bullshit and everything. Oh my god. We can but go I, I, actually, I do want to say one thing about Soraya real quick. While I am happy that she's back to wrestling, honey, you came out to Queen 
when your boyfriend is a homophobic, transphobic jackass, you came out to one of the biggest queer artists besides Elton John. The fuck is wrong with you? You should just came out to his music and it would have been fine. But to, to Sully Queen with you? Uh-uh, honey. No. I don't care if I get hate for that. You don't sully Queen in that way, especially with being the association. And I've heard some, you know, other shit uh, that I don't agree with. And I'm not going to bring it up here because it's been brought up multiple times. And people are like, it's been debunked. I don't, until I read that it's been debunked. Yeah. And then also, um, it's like, someone didn't, someone brought this up on Twitter and everything. It's like, Soraya wins the title after only having four matches since her return. Very interesting. Again, where's Nyla Rose been? I mean, I just don't get it, but it's happened. Congrats, but don't be an absentee champion, please. And please and thank you. <sighs> okay, so one more quick thing before we wrap this up because it's been a late night already and everything. In all of this chaos with all in the drama um the sadness with bray wyatt and then terry funk and everything there's also another premium live event coming up saturday it's payback there's five matches so i'm just going to run through the card real quick if you just want to give quick predictions um let's just go ahead and do it that way since we're since so we don't take up too much time so we got so right now there's only five matches scheduled um, possibility for more, of course. Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, Steel Cage, Seth defending the title against Shinsuke, Rhea defending her title against Raquel, uh, Ray defending his title against Dawson Theory, and then just made on Friday, uh, LA Knight versus The Miz. And uh, they just also announced Cody Rhodes is going to be on the Grayson Waller effect on payback, so that's probably going to end up in a match. That's that too. All right, uh. Jolly. Trish, uh, Trish versus Becky. Becky's going to win. Seth is going to win. Uh, my gut's actually saying Rey Mysterio's going to win. LA's going to win. Rhea's going to win. And then if Grayson and Cody get into a fight, Cody's going to whoop that Australian ass. All right. Kayla? Rhea's going to win. Seth's going to win. If Cody and Grayson ends up in a match, obviously the American Nightmare is going to win. Um, LA Knight's going to win. <laughs> what? Uh, She's getting a feeling that Austin Theory is going to reta- get the title. Austin Theory is going to get the title back. God, I hope you're wrong. Becky I Trish? Too. And Becky and Trish? A Trish, uh, a Stratus faction is going to get manhandled and thrown clear across a steel cage and then some. <sighs> so Becky Lynch is going to, re- or not retain, I mean, win. Yeah. Okay. I think, I, I think I'm on the same page with uh, Jolie. Only because it's like, I, Ray should retain and it, I, when he loses the title, I want it to go to Santos. 
and then and then he'll eventually get uh it'll eventually end up going to LA Knight down the line and everything. So it's like I think Ray's retaining, Rhea unfortunately is retaining, Seth's retaining, Becky's gonna finally end this shit once and for all. Please and thank you. And LA Knight's gonna smack the ever loving shit out of the Miz because again his promo and everything Friday night was fucking fantastic. Even when he had, even when he changed the volume of his voice and everything, like oh, I have too much face in my way. Even that little shtick was like fantastic. <laughs> so those are the matches as of right now. I don't know what else is going to be added. Um, they were going to advance some more storylines over this past week uh, on on Friday and everything, but of course that kind of got um, pushed to the wayside. Of course, so we'll have to see what happens this week. Hey, but at least there's two women's matches. Right? And one of them's a step. One of them's a stipulation match. Oh, it actually can happen. <laughs> Dios mio. All right, Kayla, final thoughts. Uh, other than I hope I'm wrong about Austin Theory getting the title back. Um, and uh, what else is there? Oh, and I didn't really say it, but as you all could tell, the yays in between. Congratulations to Trey Miguel and Zachary Wentz for becoming mm-hmm. Impact Tag Team Champions. And Zach, in that cameo, you actually said it, that you said, keep watching Impact and we will get those tag titles. Well, guess what you did. So congratulations. And now... In my dream, just a little dream. You need to once, you know, hopefully remember if you could Zach especially have a good chance to come back to WWE. Hopefully you bring Trey and you guys go after the tag titles over in WWE. Now that mm-hmm. will be epic. Oh Jolly. So somebody posted a picture of Mercedes um with her ankle, and she, I guess she's got walking braces to help her to walk or crutches. I can't tell. Uh, she has a boot. She's got a boot, but she also got crutches. Oh, okay. But this bitch has got about 10 seats to the left of her and 10 seats to the right of her open. Um, but the only thing I want to say is, y'all, WWE uh, shop, if you're listening, can you please restock Bray Wyatt shit? I want to buy some stuff for his family. Yes. Um, Agreed. Uh, and also, those saying that Bo should take up the mantle, let Bo breathe. Let Bo grieve. And let Bo just do what he's got to do to get mentally healthy. And WWE, please bring in therapists for these guys because the audience isn't there to be the therapists. Even though I could talk to probably half of them because I am technically kind of certified, but um, but yeah, get some get some uh, some mental health help for these guys. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I honestly didn't think that our hundred and eightieth show was going to be about Bray Wyatt in this way, but it is. So, yeah, rest in peace, my dude. And I'm also going to say this one more time because I'm kicking myself. I have a poster that I wanted him to sign. Oh. 
if you get the chance and you have the money, or even if you don't have the money, you got to borrow it. And there's somebody that you really want to meet that has affected your life. Meet them. Because mm-hmm. this fucking sucks. Yeah, it's like, don't let the opportunities pass you by. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your loved ones. Call your loved ones up. Just, you never know. You honestly never know. And unfortunately, I know that better than anyone. Jolie actually reminded me when I couldn't remember what I was going to say earlier. Oh, what? Um, when we were, when I was on that live stream or whatever on Friday, I was, um, I was telling them on my phone, I have a list of all the wrestlers I want to meet. And as soon as I meet them, I'll check them off. And, um, unfortunately I have to take one of them off my list a way that I never thought I had to. Uh, he was on that. Yeah, he was. And that sucks. Oh. Yeah. So now it's kind of now I never got the moment to meet him or, you know, Brody. I mean, I did Braun in a virtual. So now it's kind of like just got to put Eric in there, you know, just, you know, like. A, so yeah, that's when Jolie said that she had a poster for him to sign. I was like, I remember now. <laughs> but you're right well, on that. And and I'm glad I went to Galaxy Con because like you said, yeah. I mean. I met, you know, obviously a few wrestlers and, you know, but, you know, Nick and AJ is like, to me, for the Backstreet Boys, like Janet Jackson was to you, Kat. So it's just like, you don't know whenever you get that moment. Amen. You really don't. Amen. So, so yeah, you got, you got to take care, take those opportunities whenever you get them. <sighs> and take care of all yourself, take care of yourselves, wrestling fanatics. With that being said, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us, and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.